More talented? Yes. More energetic? Absolutely. More accountability? Without question. Don't, don't, don't call them scrappy. It doesn't make any sense. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Pirates 3, Diamondbacks 0. The Pittsburgh Baseball Club is 8-4 and four now since that epic embarrassment against the Cardinals. And this is not a coincidence, nor, by the way, is it a fluke. Things actually occurred to make this situation transform the way that it did. And I'm going to start with this. The players who were called up in the immediate aftermath of that loss, the first real sign we saw from Ben Charrington of accountability as it relates to personnel moves, those kids can play. Jack Sawinski, three for four with a double. Cal Mitchell with his first big league home run. Tucupita Marcano, Diego Castillo. And I'm still going to include Rodolfo Castro, even though he got sent back down. But the reason that he got sent back down was that he wasn't doing the right things fundamentally. But the talent is there. The talent is coming. It's not coursing through the entire roster, believe me. But what you're seeing, for the most part, are results that are born from the talented players that are already on the team. This is not, by any sporting definition, scrappy. Want to know what scrappy is? Scrappy, for those of you who go back with this sort of thing, is Raphael Belliard. Scrappy is Kevin Polkovich. Scrappy, on the current roster, is Tyler Heineman. A career journeyman, whatever, nothing, minor league catcher who happens to be doing okay for a short spell in the majors right now, but won't sustain it because he never has. That is scrappy. This, when Suwinski's 22 years old and he bypasses AAA completely and he's hitting as if he never wants to see the city of Indianapolis in his life, that's not scrappy. That's talent. So when you take that talent and combine it with real accountability, such as optioning Castro back because of his fundamental lapses and bringing up first-round pick Travis Swaggerty because he'd been doing very well in Indy, yeah, this is starting to be a real thing. Listen to Derek Shelton. After yesterday's game, you know, any time I think we can add a guy when when they're doing that well, it's it's really important. Uh, and you know, the second thing is just excited to have him here. You know, to the first part of your question, excited to. I mean, anytime we you add rookies, it's fun, and we continue to add them, which I think speaks, you know, to the the job we've done in player development that we're continuing to add guys that that can help our major league team. Now, there are other elements that have gone into this eight and four stretch that shouldn't be ignored and might be ignored 
in the wake of these young players doing fun things. We're always going to gravitate toward young players doing fun things. That happens only in every scenario with every team in every sport. But Zach Thompson put up five zeros, and with the exception of one lousy start, he's been really good over the last seven. Thompson, part of the future? I don't know. I mean, he's 26, but he doesn't have much major league service time. So it's not to be ruled out. In fact, if you go through all of the starters, with the exception of JT Brubaker's most recent start Friday, even Brubaker's been decent, throwing that one out. The starting pitching has really been the quiet foundation of this reversal, but nobody wants to talk about that because that's not fun. Let's talk about the kids some more, right? <laughs> This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. No, seriously, this is part of what there is to like about this process to date. And, I should add, what I didn't like about this process to that date, including that 18-4 to loss. There's a reason that I popped off after that game. It wasn't because of the outcome. It wasn't because of the lopsided score. It was because it felt like the culmination of a pretty bad bunch of baseball that led into it that also really highlighted the complete lack of progress. All I've been saying about 2022, going back to the winter time, was at least get better. Not the record, not in the standings, not in any kind of insane concept of contention. They're not there. They're still not there. They're not going to be there this year. Okay, let's be real about what's happening here. But what you are seeing, finally, is progress, at least in isolation, in fits and starts, in bits and pieces. You're seeing some players, including existing players, getting better. Maybe, in some cases, they'll just add to trade value down the road. Maybe, in other cases, like what we're seeing with Sawinski and these other kids that came up, you're seeing part of the actual future. Why is it happening now when it wasn't happening before? Well, this is where the accountability part comes in. There's very visible accountability, such as sending Castro back and bringing up Swaggerty. But there's more to it than that. You can't, as I've been saying for months now, just keep grafting on this Yu Chang nonsense, and conducting a year-long tryout. Even if the tryout marginally works, as it appeared to be with Josh Van Meter, for example, as he was hitting really well over his final couple weeks before breaking his finger, so what? Just knock it off. At some point, give a chance to the kids that are doing well. Stop blocking them with multi-positional versatile Trash. If it took one 
Sunday-long beating from St. Louis to wake everyone up and realize that things need to improve in Pittsburgh, then that game was the biggest blessing in disguise any of us will have seen in a long time. But it did. It did. Charrington and Shelton are both awake. Charrington is paying attention to Pittsburgh. Shelton is leaving David Bednar on the mound for 50 pitches at Dodger Stadium because he looks around in the dugout and sees, whoa, these guys really want to win this game. I'd better have their backs instead of trying another experiment out there. This needed to be the case all along in 2022, not to get all told you so about it or whatever, but it did. When we come back, just one question. And today's J1Q comes from Brandon Simon, who asks... DK, what do you think the Pirates will be doing with Ben Gamble with the emergence of Suwinski, Mitchell, Marcano, and now Swaggerty here? I'd like to see them bring Gamble back, but it's a crowded outfield. Gamble is going to be part of this outfield. Gamble is a big part of this team. Gamble's a good baseball player. There are a lot of things that young outfielders in particular can learn, but young players also in general can learn from watching how Gamble approaches the game. Not to get all intangible on you here, but I love the idea, and I loved it last year when I pushed all summer long for them to bring Gamble back, of his being one of those guys that they look across the, the, the clubhouse sitting at his stall and say, yeah, man, he plays the game the right way. Now, to your point, which is also very real, there isn't a whole lot of room in that outfield anymore, which sounds hilarious given the state of that outfield just, what, like a month ago? So the first thing I'd say to this is these decisions, as any sports executive will tell you, tend to sort themselves out, meaning there's going to be a heightened performance from one person, uh, a lower-than-expected or lower-than-hoped-for performance out of someone else. There's going to be an injury. There might be multiple injuries. You will see it shake out. The Pirates are not in any way, shape, or form at this stage overloaded in the outfield. But that said, carrying your concept a little further, even though you didn't mention these guys, what about Jake Marisnik when he comes back? He's a no-bat somewhat older outfielder. He's tremendous defensively, but that's not a luxury a team like the Pirates can afford. You you have guys like that that you stash deep on your roster if you're in contention. What about Yoshi Tsutsugo at first base? This is what I'm talking about. When you're starting to look at these guys and the Yu Changs and so forth, and Josh Van Meter and whoever, they're the ones that have to go. I But I, I definitely wouldn't put Gamel in that pile. I feel like Gamble has earned himself a spot here in Pittsburgh. I appreciate the question. It's a really good one on this particular day. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates, and we will do another one of these tomorrow. And you will hit play again. It's just that now you're actually going to know why you're hitting play. 